This Preakness edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big. Win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com/sgp. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Uh, just here talking ponies. I, you got your shades uh, over the eyes. I oh, got yeah. mine in the. I need to look at the uh, the, the newspaper uh, <laughs> position. Maybe they're going to drop down for further review. Ooh. But they are on a pivot, so we are ready to talk ponies. And you know. It's it's like it's so it's so fast how it happens. It's derby and then a week and then boom. I go, Sean, we got Preakness this week. You I go, was holy shit. I was surprised. It it's it snuck uh, right up on us. Complete surprise. Just like the horse rich strike that took down the <laughs> Kentucky Derby. I mean, Ryan, I feel like we shouldn't we should almost be we should give ourselves credit for getting that pick right because the the, the horse was added after we recorded the episode. Had I known yeah. there would have been an eighty to one replacement horse, I most certainly would have bet on it and predicted it. So I'm going to give myself partial well, credit for that. Sean, I like most of gambling Twitter. I I, I had a piece of it. You know, every <laughs> year, you know what I do? I wheel my exactas and my trifectas with the long shot. I, every year I do it. I, I don't know. This year I won. No big deal. All right, I photo. Shop some tickets. Cool. I'm a winner. Look <laughs> at me. I'm a winner. All right. Here to talk ponies. We'll get to that in a second. Before we do that, want to shout out swinbet.com. Of course, download that win betting app. You can bet $200 or sorry, bet $50, get $200 in free bets. Uh, so much going on. The WinBet Casino again. I'm wearing these. These would be awesome for playing some blackjack. And uh, stay tuned. We could have a Ooh. live blackjack stream. And if you're in a WinBet Casino state, mm-hmm. hit us up for a, a special DGens only project. Uh, tweet us at Gambling Podcast. But if you're already in a WinBet uh, Casino state, 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And between now and May 22nd, I think you got a couple days left. Every $100 you bet on golf, you're automatically entered to win a trip to the Win Las Vegas. Got to opt in for that. Again, download the Win Betting app, bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough room is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 Seven hundred. Joining us here, Ryan. We have our our ponies, our pony experts here. 
kicking it off first horse racing expert. He's also on the MLB gambling podcast, the Zed run gambling podcast, Mr. Malcolm Bamford. What's happening, Malcolm? Good evening, boys. How are we doing? It pains me how much more enthusiastic you are about the ponies and the MLB gambling podcast. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, come on, I, I, I'm I've had some dabblings with baseball. When the Phillies won uh, three in a row against the Dodgers, I was pretty excited about that. I uh, I didn't tweet about it, but I should I should have shared my excitement <laughs> with you. No, the MLB gambling podcast has taken off. Nice work to uh, Malcolm and the crew. I don't think I've shared this with Malcolm, but I did. I think last time we were in Vegas for a, a conference, someone was making. I, I, we were talking about all the shows on the network. You know, I was I was selling the brand, and this person had listened to the baseball podcast, chimed in to say, "Yeah, it's crazy. They have this this angle where they have a British guy talking about baseball." <laughs> and I, was, I, 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 you know, it it is kind of. I would imagine uh, I kind of like it as someone who's taking a step back on baseball. I feel like it's a nice little right right hook there into the into the side, but. Yeah, I don't know. Malcolm teaches us new I words think, every every time can, we talk. It can to him. deflect. My, my accent can can deflect from my terrible <laughs> picks. That's what really what I'm going for. So, yeah, I, I appreciate the whole Malcolm package joining us as well <laughs> to talk ponies. He is the host of the Notorious OTB, aka for Off Track Betting, and also on the Zed Run Gambling Podcast. He is the Wolf of Oakland. What's happening, Wolf? Um, actually, I'm sorry, but for this week, this is the one week of the year uh, that I insist that you refer to me as his freakness. Uh, yes. Please and thank you. I forgot about that. And shout out to his uh, freakness for, if you remember from the Kentucky Derby episode, I was obsessed with the, uh, with the term, the horse cyber knife. And I was like, mm -hmm. gotta bet on cyber knife on name alone. And then the wolf sent me this uh, email or this, uh, this uh, link where it explains that cyber knife is actually this like Colal, uh, like this uh, <laughs> digital rectal tool that's yeah. used in fighting uh, colon cancer. And uh, again, yeah. sometimes with the wolf, I don't know where the joke begins or ends. So I wasn't sure <laughs> if he just Googled Cyberknife and found this, but it turns out the uh, the owner uh, was actually like saved by this device. Is that right? Yeah, and just rule of thumb, uh, the joke always ends at ass cancer. It never <laughs> progresses past there. Um, yeah, that's that's exactly like I was like, okay, I. Sean's this is going to take a little bit of the, the wind out of Sean sales, knowing that uh, <laughs> his favorite name is this ass related, but yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Hey, I like, I like fighting cancer. Would have liked it more if the goddamn horse would have won, but for the most part, yeah, I'm you, on board. Yeah, Sean likes fighting cancer and Malcolm's whole package. <laughs> the two things I learned in the last the two Malcolm, minutes, the Malcolm package is strong. All right. We're going to talk preakness. Well, there's a lot to get to. I think we almost have to talk about preakness, the event, Ooh. and then get to some of the horses. Cause it is notorious party. It is a notorious party, a, a crazy hang before we get to that for the people watching live on YouTube real quick. Okay. Uh, Black eyed Susan stakes. I know Wolf, you had some thoughts on that. So if you're watching live on YouTube, looking to get a little uh, action in what, what do you recommend for the black eyed Susan stakes? Well, we are actually 16 minutes away from the Miss Preakness, which leads into the uh, Black Eyed Susan. But I'm going to use this to play into the Black Eyed Susan because I love some prices there. Uh, I'm using a horse in this race, the 12th at Pimlico, named Capo Costello. It's trained by uh, Fausto Gutierrez. It's not mm. a name that a lot of people know uh, unless you know the name Latruska, uh, who was the uh, Eclipse Award winner 
uh, mayor of the year last year. She might be the best horse in training uh, in North America right now. And uh, he's doing a lot of the same thing, which is this thing has absolutely just run a hole through the wind in Mexico. And now he brings it into the United States. And I'm, I'm kind of thinking this might be Latrusco with balls this time. R- real quick, run a hole through the wind. Is that a, is that, yeah. that sounds like a horse racing term. I'm not familiar with. Are you yeah. sure you didn't steal this from Malcolm before the uh, show? This sounds like a very British phrase. I, yeah. I almost feel like uh, it might be like the, the name of like a Christian Slater movie, possibly <laughs> about like skateboarding or something. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't even know where I picked that up from. I have a friend who's from West Virginia that says all sorts of delightful homes, fun things. I probably got it from him. Okay. You know, the people from West Virginia originally from England. So maybe oh, there's okay. the connection. <laughs> putting, it, putting it all together yeah. here. All right. So, any other, uh, Malcolm? Do you have any? Wait, so, let's say that you maybe do, there there were some lur- some new vocabulary there. Just just what's the horse we're betting on again? So everyone, yes, it's the six Capo Costello. Perfect. Okay. Uh, right now, sitting at six to one, I would bet that to win straight up, and then uh, I would play a daily double okay. uh, using this horse, oh. and then also the one vindictive, and then in the Black Eyed Susan. The five, uh, Begin, uh, the eight Candylight, and the thirteen Morning Matcha. This is oh, wow. this is some real right. DGen stuff. So you got a twelve to one, a twenty to one, and a twenty to one, it's all uh, kicking off here pretty soon. Yep. All right, that goes hard. I'm that in. Goes hard, and I'm in on all of those. So thank you very. Keep us updated. Yes, uh, maybe we'll have a l- reaction live to a, a win on just, the show. I just play seven bets, so there you go. <laughs> Malcolm, any any action uh, before we kind of get to the Preakness here on Black Eyed Susan Stakes? I've been very much today taking my lead from uh, his Freakness. Uh, <laughs> uh, just as we came um, on air. The, uh, to join the Zoom call, I had a little ten to one winner uh, over at Belmont, possibly I think it was. Um, so I had a, yeah a little uh, twenty pound on that. So I'm a couple of hundred up now. So I'm playing with house money. So I've just filled my boots on that uh, Costi or whatever it was called, Capa Cost, something like that. There uh, we go. So I back that. Yeah, I've gone old school. I back that to win, place and show. Uh, no messing about. So when you see my arms hit the air in about. 12 minutes time. <laughs> I do uh, feel like that is a common theme <laughs> on our uh, episodes where our guests are also they're on the show, but they're also watching <laughs> bets that they have going on. So uh, I Malcolm's like, doing that. I, never... I, I get the feeling moon after a tennis tournament, it's <laughs> yes. just like that. When His you're eyes are always he's, like he's ding, just ding. watching so many different things. He's got like I've four MLB day games medals. going. <laughs> yeah, he never listens to a word you say. He's just like that the entire time. Uh, Malcolm's doing that thing like you got a little time to kill, or maybe you're just bored with the uh, the afternoon four one o'clock slate of games. Yeah, just head over. There's there's plenty of action going on in the track. Everything they say about baseball, all these games every day. Yeah, there's that many tracks. Horse racing. Let's go. About Let's right. go. You can just chase degeneracy across yeah. the planet if you want to. Um, all right, let's talk about the Preakness. The Preakness, the event, aka the People's Derby. It really is. If you guys aren't familiar, it is like an all-time party event. If you've ever seen those like viral videos of drunk people running on porta potties, uh, that is almost certainly <laughs> from the Preakness. And then the, the people will have porta potty races on the top, and the the people down below will whip full beers at them <laughs> in an attempt to knock them off. Uh, so it is, it gets wild. I did. I went to school with a girl in a college 
and uh, she went to the Preakness and she was like partying, having a blast. And they're like, all right, we're going to go in and watch the horses. And she goes, wait, there's horses too. She had no idea. <laughs> she was at a horse racing event. That's how hammered she got. That's an all timer. Um, but yeah, it really has turned into, I, I mean, uh, Wolf, you're, you're familiar with the, the scene out there. What, what is it about the Preakness that has just kind of become so debaucherous? I, I don't know. It's just crab cakes, football and badass times. It just seems to be what Maryland does. Apparently <laughs> I, I have no idea why the vibe is so different for this one, but they've really leaned into it. Like it, they used to have like, you know, music on the infield and now they've just gone like full on like mini Coachella there they're <laughs> yeah. in the infield while people are, you, you think it's the pink mist that you're seeing from someone taking a headshot from a beer can <laughs> running across the top of a porta potty. But fortunately it's not their brains. It's just the beer coming out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that, it's brutal. Uh, and I love it. I love every, well, part it's, of it. it's just so funny. It. Cause the, the Kentucky Derby is like how oh, these giant fancy hats yeah. and <laughs> sipping on mint juleps and then, yeah. you know, the Preakness is like people <laughs> doing lights flying across the sky, <laughs> doing like yeah. key, key bumps of MDMA and porta potties. <laughs> It's Meanwhile, very the only person vibe. with a huge hat at the Preakness is Pepper Jack, and he's got a lovely stable <laughs> of young ladies that you can choose from. M- Malcolm, do they? Do they? I know horse racing's big over uh, overseas as well. Do you guys have any uh, horse racing events that are like big party events as well, or or what's the like tailgating at a horse race in in England? Well, obviously we have Royal Ascot and. Sometimes if your top hat can go slightly askew, <laughs> that's a wild time. Um, <laughs> the most, that's the most British answer ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, you get 10, 10 years in the Tower of London for that. Um, <laughs> no, some of the some of the regional courses are a little bit wild. Newcastle's, yeah, I mean Newcastle. It's, I'm, I'm pointing as if you can see it. Newcastle's about half a mile away from me, and. What tend what we tend to do is we have they put on a thing called Ladies' Day, mm. which is just an excuse for any female in a forty mile radius just to get stupid drunk. And obviously the the plan then is to go downtown about six hours later and just hoover them up. The amount of women walking around carrying their shoes by about eight pm. Uh, so yeah, there's Liverpool uh, is a great day out. They have the Grand National there at Aintree. Uh, Chester um, is a really nice day out. So yeah, it's not as wild. Um, it tends to make the really silly posh ones, like I say, Ascot and Goodwood and stuff. Um, yeah, we save save our drinking and fighting for the football. <laughs> save it for the uh, yeah, save it for the old soccer pitch. All right, we're gonna get to the picks before we do that. Shout out sleeper. That's right. Oh man, I'm I'm hooked on the sleeper player props. Been going on. Uh, I mean, it really just adds another level because you, you had these NBA playoff games. There's only one game a night. I need more action, aka the sleeper player props. You can copy our picks. I've been doing a ton of the. Uh, Three player, uh, player prop, a parlay there. Super fun to do those. You can copy each other. And of course, if you guys join Sleeper, go to sleeper.com slash SGP. You will join our squad. And so we can see your picks. We can copy yours. You can talk uh, trash in the, uh, in the little sleeper chat. It's really fun. And again, uh, sleeper.com slash SGP. When you deposit, use that promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to one. 
hundred dollars. And uh, I know the guys in the NBA pod been giving out a bunch of picks. We've been giving them out on our show as well. So check that out. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right, here we go. Preakness starting off race nine, AKA the chick Lang stakes. You got a couple three-year-olds, six furloughs. Wolf, kick things off. What are we looking at here? <laughs> for that was the most spotless lead into a horse race I've ever been privileged <laughs> to be on the other end. Furlough, furlough, oh, furlough yes. is something due to a sentence. Furlough is what we're going to do to Colby yeah. if he uh, doesn't doesn't start. Uh, I don't know. Whatever, whatever your pop pop pass, passes away when you're in lockup, they furlough you so you can go to the funeral. That's yep. that's how they. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a the, the Chickling Stakes. It's a pretty good, uh, uh, you know, good sprint race. I really like this one for a horse uh, named uh, Whelan Springs. This is actually uh, an Arkansas bred, so as a oh. fellow Arkansas bred, it, it hits a little little bit harder for me. Um, this horse is a rising superstar, and I think it is going to get pretty much ignored uh, on the board on uh, on Saturday uh, because you have the presence of another horse named. Uh, uh, Cogburn uh, for Steve Asmussen, uh, who is going to take a ton of money, but Wheelan Springs has just kind of shown the ability to run and win in whatever fashion it takes. Uh, so I would not be shocked to see uh, that price on uh, Wheelan Springs uh, creep up a little bit. I'll have to check and see what the morning line is, but I'm pretty sure Cogburn is your favorite there. Uh, but yeah, I am all in on that horse. Can, can I? Can I just want to point this out before. I, I don't know if, if Malcolm has an opinion on this, but I did get a little bit of Colby talking about Ed Cooley there. That was a little <laughs> bit of a, a heart passion project. Oh, so yeah. I, Are I, we worried he's too close too, to this? Might horse. be too close to the situation here. So I, I just to, to me, I'm still going to bet it because in in Wolf we trust, or sorry, in 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 Freakness we trust this week. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to call that out because you know I don't I don't want to be seen as someone who's doing something. Uh, Deceitful or, or spamful or, or or maybe uh, maybe uh, trying to mislead our audience, Sean. So. Ryan's <laughs> Ryan's like sub uh, sending a subliminal message to the YouTube bots that accidentally took down our NBA show. Uh, but Malcolm, are we worried? Are we worried about uh, about uh, Wolf being too close to this Arkansas horse, or or what's your take on the handicap there? I am absolutely delighted that his freakness has just put that up because that's the one I wanted as well. Oh, um, nice! And the reason I'm delighted is that I didn't expect it to be that fancy a price. Um, mm. But if you're telling me that uh, Cogburn is going to be a little bit shorter um, with the Steve Asmussen money, then yeah, we might get a bit of a, a working man's price on Welland Springs. Um, one three in a row at the distance, which is kind of key. Six furlong, six furlongs and seven furlongs to me tend to be the specialist distances. They're like, yeah, 400 meters in athletics. You know, you can go, some people can go one and two. Some people can go eight and 15. There's only one kind of person can go 400 meters. Uh, you don't get people running that kind of discipline. So I wanted well in Springs, but yeah, I'm, I'm delighted that uh, Chase reckons it's going to be a bigger price. I co-sign him. He's a thoroughly independent and professional man. <laughs> uh, now you guys I have like been doing the, the Zed run show. Have you picked up anything from uh, doing the Zed run races that you've actually used in regular in AKA analog horse racing. <laughs> I, I, call it, I call it meat sack horse racing, <laughs> um, the flesh and yeah. blood. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever I run into, uh, into these races where I have uh, slightly geometric shaped horses that don't have any jockeys and they seem to be running on the planet Tatooine, <laughs> I just think back to this wealth of Zed knowledge that I have yeah. now. Um, 
I don't know. I, the one thing I think it's making me uh, do is like I, with my Zed stable, I've started paying a lot of attention to like what kind of patterns like my horse has to kind of try to put in the best spots. And I mean, that's really, that's what all trainers are doing. You just got to pay attention to the patterns and what they're, what they're trying to do, what spot they're trying to get their horse in. Uh, I love the I love the absolute uh, dynamic amount of Zed intelligence that we're bringing to the organization. Yes, we are bringing uh, employee training on site. <laughs> Scott Bowser, uh, Professor Scott Bowser. Yes, if you would have had told me years ago that we'd be employing Scott to two years ago, tra- <laughs> yeah, you train to train and guide people through digital crypto-based uh, Ethereum Bef- horse racing before the pandemic, and he would be he would be very knowledgeable in that task. I would have been. <laughs> Very surprised. We we had a great moment with Scott. Uh, I want to say it was like the second week or something. When we were like getting our horses purchased, our first horses purchased, and everything. And he was just having like a terrible day at work. And uh, I, I, me and Mal were just pounding him with questions. And at some point, he's like, "Listen, I've got all this going on at work. Just fucking Google it, dude. Oh, <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, we, we finished him off that day. I, yeah. I feel bad because I was I was doing the same thing. He's like, uh, he sent me a text. I think on his lunch break of like, you guys got to get this horse. And then <laughs> and then uh, I hadn't bought a horse in a while, so I kind of forgot the walkthrough. And I'm like, wait, what about this? Oh, my polygon went here. What about my matic? And he's Scott like, goes, Scott's like, this is all covered in episode two. I'm like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, oh man. Uh, so. Funny. So fun uh, to get into the digital (laughs) horse races. All right, moving over to race 12, AKA the Jim McKay turf sprint three-year-olds and up um, five furlongs on the turf. Uh, Wolf, Wolf, kick it off. What do we, we got a local horse we like here. Yes. Grateful uh, bread. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Great, grateful bread. Yes. Yes. And not only for the name. Uh, yeah, it's I, absolute. I, I love this pick. I love this play. Uh, it, it's probably going to get forgotten in the betting. And uh, I can already tell you that uh, someone who doesn't know anything about handicapping is going to hammer an exacta that is grateful bread and the six smoking J uh, <laughs> guaranteed that seven, six exact is going to get pounded. Uh, but yeah, uh, grateful bread. It's got a uh, heavy on uh, heavy on Toledo. Who's been just absolutely winning everything that's not nailed down, uh, today. And, uh, you know, he stays on the horse really trending up and the horse really pops uh, second off of the layoff. So if it's had an extended period of not racing, uh, it comes back, it has a race kind of underperforms, but that second race back, it usually really takes a step forward. I I'm uh, I'm in on the 76 exact oh, box. 100% yep. in on a grateful bread. Who, who, what is it? Smoke, what a, lo- what a long Jay? strange trip it's going to go on here to the uh, winner's circle. Malcolm, are you are you on board with grateful bread? Are you uh are you like a Rolling Stones guy? What's your take? Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I handicapped five of the Pimlico races tomorrow and this wasn't one of them. No uh, worries. So I will all be uh all all my information uh, will be coming from his freakness, his freakness yep. indeed. But you, but you do, you do like the Grateful Dead. <laughs> yes, right I do or like no? The Grateful Dead. I'm, I'm, I am a Rolling Stones man, oh. but I'm more of a Bob Dylan man. Okay. Oh, okay. But uh, Dylan and the, Dylan and the Dead did a tour together. Make sure you check that out. I also think since Malcolm <laughs> is, uh, will do. 
Since, yeah, you might you might Bro, like that. You and the audience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the I collect- think they're still selling tickets for that one. The, yeah, the collective you. Yeah, I don't I don't know how Jerry Garcia is holding up these days, but uh, you know, I do think uh, Malcolm likes calling him the freakness because he has, as a great uh, English man, he has respect for the monarchy, and yeah. uh, I feel like that's why he he's he's leaning into the freakness. Lord nickname. freakness. When, when his freakness puts his hand up on your hip, <laughs> when he dips, you dip, and we dip. That's how it goes. Uh, uh, I got. I got to really li- tune into the Zed Zed run. Zed, Zed I've listened to it. It is fun, and b- part of it was to once again remember how to rebuy the horses. So very helpful. <laughs> and, and if you want to get in on Zed, it is. Uh, it's uh, honestly with like ETH being at a lower price right now, it is a good time to uh, pick up some of these horses. You know what else is a good time, Ryan? Picking mm. up some more Athletic Greens. I just talked to the people at the, at the Athletic Greens. I'm like, I need more greens. They call me Sean Athletic Greens. I don't know how I just thought of this now, but uh, what a new! I'm I'm rebranding myself. No longer stacking the money green, Sean Athletic Greens, because I've just been inhaling AG1, not only for the adaptogens, the probiotics, the superfoods, the minerals, the vitamins, but also. No, I, I think I nailed most of the reasons, but uh, 7,000 five-star reviews, better sleep quality and recovery. You just feel better. It tastes good. It's less than your cold brew habit. Get going today on the athletic greens, free one, your supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you're going to do is go to athleticgreenscom slash SGP athleticgreenscom slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, while you're, uh, you know, that's great for your body, but what about what's great for your internet browsing, AKA IP vanish. Oh man. Again, when you're online, anything could happen. People can steal your data. They can uh, access all your information again. You know, you got an IP address. Essentially that's your, Oh, that's like your home address, right? When you're online, you wouldn't announce to the world. Like, Hey, I'm not locking my doors. You gotta, you gotta lock things up. You got to keep your IP safe, your data safe, your passwords, your browsing history, all that good stuff. Keep it locked, safe, secure. You can hide your location as well. Perfect for streaming on a fire stick or similar device. And uh, if you use IP vanish 70% off their yearly plan and a 30 day money back guarantee. All you got to do is go to ipvanish.com slash SGP ipvanish.com slash SGP. And now here we are at the Preakness, a talking Preakness with the Freakness and Malcolm. Malcolm, I'll let you. I'm here too. Yeah, Ryan also <laughs> is here. I'll let you, uh, Malcolm. I'll let you kick things off. I read on your article over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Oh. Preakness favorites have won <laughs> ten of the last twenty races. I know Epicenter is the favorite. Are you are you riding Epicenter or are you fading Epicenter? I am absolutely all out on Epicenter. Yes, um, I thought if I was if I was going to feed it um, a little bit, I might as well in for a penny, in for a pound. Um, if this race was in August, September, October, absolutely, there's no doubt in my mind it's the best horse in the race. However, um, that race was two weeks ago. That Kentucky Derby, and he ran his heart out. He ran a monster race. I put in the article. How his legs didn't fall off coming down the stretch was remarkable. Everything that was up front, like I say, folded like a deck chair. Then he just kept on going. Um, obviously, this 82 to one shot ran it down, uh, came with a wet sail. But 
I just can't believe Epicentre will can come out tomorrow and run the same race. This is something. Um, it, it, it's the eye test. It's something that for 40 years I've been watching horse racing. I can't see them coming out two weeks later. It can't have the it can't run the same race. I'm, I'm not buying it, and they shouldn't be selling it. I mean, it's an even money favourite. It might make a mug of me. It might go and win by six cents, but I just can't have it. I think it it, it takes a long time. That'll have bottomed the horse out for me. At which point, I'll put a line through Epicenter completely. <laughs> well, yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that taking a stance. Real quick on on Rich Strike. I know it's not running in the Preakness. Uh, has it been busted yet? Is this to avoid <laughs> the, the swirling controversy? I mean that that video of uh, the Rich Strike just attacking the other horses like uh, Alpha. How how is Wolf? How is Rich Strike not on some sort of? Uh, I mean whatever eugenics that uh, Frank Tho- Frank Thomas is always selling. Like <laughs> yeah. he's got to be on some sort of testosterone, right? It's always it's always amazing to me. Uh, how much eugenics has done for Frank Thomas, but it seems to have done absolutely nothing for, for Doug Flutie. Um, Yeah. I, I, I'll be smaller, you know, smaller trainer, smaller ownership. Those aren't the guys that cheat because if they get busted, it actually makes an impact in their daily lives as opposed to when the big guys get busted. Because if you look at how horse trainers are disciplined, it's super archaic. It's like $500 for a drug overage. I, it sounds like I'm trying to make that number really small to make it comical. No, that's literally like Brad Cox just had a, a, uh, what butte overage for one of his horses that ran last year. And he was fined a healthy $500 for it. <laughs> Meanwhile, he won a couple, you know, about a million probably for seems, the race. Seems like it's yeah. worth the risk and rolling the dice there. Yeah. You can get scared me away from doing this. You're not even like, you're not even charging me as much as I spend at Costco on, you know, on any given week. <laughs> Well, that's too bad. I like the story. I like the narrative because it's well, out- and, and why why isn't he running? I mean, he had such a that come from behind victory that he had was it, it was Sean, one when, of the when you dump the Gatorade, you know you're not <laughs> going to bring your A game, just like he's talking about with Epicenter. No, that, and it, this does feel like a keep a, a price high, <laughs> a letdown spot. I mean, is it, it strategy wise for that horse owner? Is it just? If he runs in the Preakness and he looks like crap, then he's the the horse's uh, seed isn't worth as much. Or like, is there any strategy, Malcolm, as to why you wouldn't want to run? Give it a shot for the Triple Crown. I yeah, mean, that, it, the only reason that they would run it is because of the Triple Crown angle. The countless reasons not to run it is that you could finish the thing off. It might come out with the race on Saturday completely broken hearted. Like if the thing's <laughs> bottomed out, uh, the same as epicenter is, there's no point taking it. These are valuable animals. Like um, there's no point running the legs off it. It could run in June. It could run in the Belmont um, and go and win easy. I, I just, I, especially nowadays, you, you, uh, classic horses, three, three-year-olds, they might only run three or four times a year and they could be, they could have two or three months between races. This is a very unique thing. Um, to have the um, Preakness sort of two weeks after the derby. It's quite an old fashioned thing where they would run horses a lot more often. And the horse will be knackered. It's just, it'll be, it'll be bottomed out and there's no reason to take it. So, yeah. Smart. No, I, it, it's getting mental, uh, some mental health, a recharge, a recharge some time off uh, secret oath right now. Seeing like nine to two. Ooh. I know. I think both of you guys are pretty high on, uh, on secret oath. Malcolm, make your, make your case for secret oath here in the Preakness. 
So this is the one. I didn't actually know what um, Chase had picked. Well, Chase likes it as well. I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, Secret Oath is the only filly in the field. So she won the Kentucky Oaks um, on the Friday, the day before uh, the Derby, which is the, the Derby equivalent uh, for the girls. Um, the speed figures that they've given her uh, are right up there with epicenter speed figures. So there's not too much in it on, on the bare form. Um Phillies haven't got a bad record, six for 55, which doesn't sound very many, but there's plenty of place efforts in there as well. Um, she gets a £5 sex allowance. Uh, £5 could be worth maybe two and a half lengths, I think, at this mm. distance. Um, and that might be all you need. I've got no problem with taking the filly at all. The the two races visually are quite similar in that when the horses came to the, that third turn, they both made a move. Um, if, you, if you ran them side by side, you'd see that Epicentre came hard on the bridle, uh, tucked in behind horses, made a forward move. Um, Secret Oath did a similar thing, but she swung round horses. So there's not much in them, and you're asking me to take even money or a shade of minus odds um, about Epicenter when I can get four, five, five and a half to one about Secret Oath. Um, I think the value's there for me. And like I say, I don't think Secret Oath had as hard a race uh, as Epicenter did. Yeah, I mean, it did seem like Epicenter just left it all on the track there. Wolf, uh, are, it seemed like I saw you nodding your head there. It seems like you're on board with Malcolm's take on how Secret Oath, probably pretty similar odds of actually winning this thing, but a much better price. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, I mean, the fact that Epicenter didn't win, it took just a lemony snicket series of mis- misfortunate events for, for that to happen. Uh, I, I mean, it's definitely the best and the pace is not going to get as near as fast as it did in the Kentucky Derby, uh, which had to happen for rich strike to win. Uh, and actually the same thing kind of had to happen for secret oath to win the Oaks. Uh, it took a, a horse named Yuguri to go out there and just quarter horse out of the gate and set really, really sharp early fractions, uh, and to, to kind of, uh, set it up for secret oath. Uh, I don't see that happening, uh, in this Preakness. But she is a very capable filly, and she 100% is, you know, uh, capable of, of winning this race if the pace gets hot enough for her to, to pick up the pieces. Um, I think Epicenter is your likely winner. It's not who I will be betting, though. I, I like early voting. Um, mm. The Chad Brown horse uh, that came out of the uh, the New York preps, uh, the Wood Memorial and the Withers. Uh, if you watch uh, the replay of his uh, race in the Withers, uh, he breaks like a shot. Like, gates open and he's five lengths ahead of everybody. Um, if that's the case and there's not anybody really pressuring him, which there doesn't really project to be, he could just kind of walk the dog on the front end, control the pace, run how he wants to run. And uh, it's another one that it's probably second choice on the board right now. However, you have to factor in that secret oath is a Philly. It's going to take the, you know, the girl, the hashtag girl dad money is going to come in pretty hard on, on, <laughs> on secret oath. Um, you know, cause everyone likes that story. Uh, and then people are going to absolutely slam epicenter. So I think you get early voting, maybe a little bit ignored and you could get maybe a float up to four to one, maybe. Yeah. Four to one. Well, five I like to this. One. So we're waiting. So we, we like early voting, but we're waiting. We maybe are going to, if we like to, we're, we're going to bet secret oath now because you're saying maybe we get a future. Even I'm seeing some places out there, Sean have futures where you can get mm. secret oath at five to one, actually Straight so plus 500 lock that in. You know, the money's going to pour in on the, from the narrative people, the people watching the pregame broadcast, like, Oh, ladies. Yeah. 
Now that's like, a soundtrack. Mm, fierce. Um, Malcolm, what about uh, some of these longer shot ones? We have Fenwick at, at 66 to 1, Happy Jack 33 to 1. Uh, Armanac at uh, twenty-five to one. Skippy Longstocking again, Hall of Fame name at twenty-five <laughs> to one. Any of these uh, longer shot horses you you fancy? Absolutely, yeah, there is one. Um, so coming off um, what his freakness has just said about early voting, um, I'm not convinced by guy. early voting. By guy. the way, <laughs> um, yeah, that that's that's uh, a line through that one for me. Um, the horse I like. Um, is Skippy Longstocking. Uh, so we're taking a form line in the Wood Memorial, the, the race that um, early voting won. I don't think early voting stays. I don't think he's a strong finisher. Um, Skippy Longstocking that day finished third. Um, but the further the race uh, went, the closer he got. Um, stayed on well. I think it's progressive, um, which means there's a little bit more to come and he hasn't got much to find with uh, early voting. I think maybe he was beaten two, two and a half lengths. But like I say, he was uh, he was coming late at the end. I'm not sure early voting will get home. So 25 to one, I'll put um, Skippy, Longst- Skippy oh. Longstocking. Let's go. In my, um, in my uh, Xactor and Trifectors oh. box. Now uh, I, I say it's Skippy Longstocking. What are the, any of the other um, any other the mid range horses? You said you weren't you weren't totally on board with early voting's I finishing like simplification. Creative Minister. You had to pick one of those. Which one are you going with? Yeah, I've got Creative Minister. Um, firstly, uh, the horse has been supplemented uh, for an extra hundred and fifty thousand dollars. No, um, no, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Remember. What do, what do you mean by supplemented for an extra hundred fifty thousand? No, it gets all its I vitamins and minerals. That's how. Oh, okay. Yeah. So athletic greens for horses. Yeah, exactly. You have asked me this before, Sean. So really, you should be telling us the answer <laughs> to that question. You sound like Scott again. <laughs> so obviously, there's various stages which you can enter the race. You can enter yeah. the Derby, the Preakness, things like. That. So you can enter it when three years ago when the horse is born. And it might cost you a thousand dollars. You can enter it when the horse is six months a year. If you enter it last week, the price goes up at all the stages. Oh, okay. If you enter the horse last week, it costs you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to enter. So they obviously never put it in. It might not have been bred particularly well, or an administrative oversight, which is unlikely. So for whatever reason, they didn't put it in the race, um, and they feel that it's worth that extra hundred and fifty grand. Now that does sound like a lot. Um, to be fair, that might be like us spending an extra $50 on something. So the money isn't the be all and end all. Um, I liked his last run. He impressed me visually. Wasn't a lower grade. Um, so again, we're looking for this horse to improve, but the three-year-olds um, haven't run many, uh, many races. He's got a really good attitude and I think he'll be staying on the air at the end. I think that, that we need a little bit more pace up top. Um, his freakness isn't sure about the pace uh, at the front, but I, need, I would need that pace to collapse. Um, and then Skippy Longstocking and Creative Minister uh, can come and fill the places for me. Impressed me visually. I'm going to use that for <laughs> football. And I Sean also, Bef- I Sean also Bef- like that. Too into Skippy Longstocking. Yes. I just want to let you know he is named for a murderous clown. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I still <laughs> just a bit outside. Sean's nailing the names lately. Cyberknife, Skippy Longstocking. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, what about, what, uh, what about you, uh, Wolf, any other, any other horses you think we should take a look at either long shot, uh, or, or just, you know, horses you, you haven't gotten down on. 
Man, I, you kind of mentioned the, the only other two that I would really actually consider. And uh, when you gave uh, Mal the, the, the toss up simplification or creative minister, I, I'm the same way. I, I like creative minister uh, as, as an, a horse that can get a piece or maybe sneak up and actually win the thing. I like Skippy Longstocking a whole lot. But when you bet on Skippy Longstocking, the bet that you're making is that his trainer, uh, Safi Joseph Jr., that his game is actually going to travel from Florida to another state. Uh, he seems to, his horses seem to don't really, you know, perform whenever they ship out. Um, so I like it, but it's kind of a buyer beware there. Uh, the price is going to be hard to say, say no to, um, uh, simple Jack don't like him really. No, nah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much, you know, I, this, this is, we're going from a, the most epic betting Kentucky Derby race to, you know, a fairly, fairly run of the mill betting race when it comes to the, to the Preakness this, uh, this year. Yeah, seems a little uh, a little straight laced, but I love I love the Skippy Long stocking. Yeah, we so we we are, we're totally out on Doug O'Neill this year. We're, we're certain he's not going to find his way into the winner's circle. I, I mean, it's hard to cut out, count out Doug, um, yeah. but Doug, I, Doug finds ways. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I okay, no, I'm just checking because yeah. I'm I'm just making mental notes of what I'm betting on. And I mean, so I I think I'll I'll kick it off it just you oh. know based off their picks here. <laughs> I think the way the way that I'm going to do I'm going to do inspired by yes uh, let, I'm going to I got to I got to get an email going to myself with all these uh, <laughs> all these freaking CC, winners CC me on this one <laughs> so obviously we're going to get a little action on um, secret oath to win uh, that I think is I feel very good about that secret oath to win then we get a little uh, Skippy Longstocking to win got to get my uh, got to get my long shot in there. And then I think a variety of um, uh, of boxes Ooh. with you with like also boxes. early voting in there to work in. Um, I so like, like some, I see what you're doing there. You want to make sure that you 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 like both picks equally. Uh, well, I want to I want to I want to I don't want to have one of these guys on the show that gives out a trifecta and then I don't have it. So I want to make sure I'm covered. But you're creating like Frankenstein with their picks. No, you're I, taking a little of Chase and a little of Malcolm. Well, you be know. careful. So I, I I think Secret Oath to win, Skippy Longstocking to win, and then oh. Secret Oath. Uh, <laughs> Early voting, and um, and uh, creative minister. Yeah, there that's you go. the try box. Oh wow! What do you got, so, Kramer? Do, do you guys want the updated odds? I actually just sure. found them yeah, on yeah. horse race. So this is as of I think a, a couple hours ago. Right now, uh, Epicenter is the even money favorite. Uh, your second choice is all the way at six to one. With Secret Oath, wow! Uh, Happy Jack, third choice, seven to one, and early voting, fourth choice at nine to one. I would love for wow. it to stay this way. Early, right, you know what? Then I'll throw early voting. If early voting is nine to one, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a small sprinkle on that to win as well. And I'm covered. See, Happy Jack was seven to one. Jeez, seven to one. Uh, I, I don't know if that's just one excitable fool with a Louis Vuitton bag full of full of cash or what the deal is. Oh, but uh, yeah, that's that's. A, some pretty significant line movement because yeah, uh, he was 30 to one on the, on the morning line. Doug right in front of me Now I can get 40 to one at the touch of a button here. So oh, wow. get 40 to one about the seven to one shot. Sean, call call the EV please. <laughs> There's <laughs> the EV opportunity. Malcolm is, uh, is, is robbing some poor book across, 
All right. So uh, I think you have to include the Skippy long stocking yeah, situation into something, right? Yes. What's the best? <laughs> oh, way and also obviously grateful bread. Um, oh, don't forget on. that with, with silent, with smoke and Jay. Uh, no, yep. just grateful oh. bread to win. Yeah. You are a square. I- <laughs> you just like the music. Uh, give give me say that for you, Rod. Yeah. Fucking athletic greens, baby. All right. Uh, Skippy long stop. So we should, I like the idea of a fading epicenter. I'm going to join in on that. We're going to take secret oath to win. We're going to take a a try box of secret oath with the five and the nine. And we're going to just for fun, because obviously something's going on. Doug O'Neill, we're going to do an additional try box four, five, six. Mm. I mean, the way the market has moved, I, I don't blame you for putting that together at all. Um, and I mean, that's another one that you could probably just keep your eyes open. And I guarantee that that price will probably float back up. And if you, every time you see it tick up, you can just go ahead and throw another win bet on it if you want. Um, I appreciate yeah. the compliment. Not the first time I've been called a market meter me, reader, <laughs> but thank you. Kramer's Kramer's got it all figured out. Yeah. Just like the fucking heat. (laughs) NBA's rigged. Oh, that was that was a brutal game. The the way I think I'm gonna end up playing the preakness is I I do think you can beat Epicenter, but I don't think you beat Epicenter past second place. I I think if he he's he's first or second is, is how it goes. And so what I will do is I will take my two overlays that I like and I will put them in first place. So it will be like secret oath. And uh, early voting, and then in second place it will just be uh, uh, epicenter, and then in third I'm going to wheel in those longer horses like uh, Creative Minister, maybe even uh, Simplification, uh, maybe even Stupid Ass Jack, and uh, <laughs> Skippy Longstocking too. Let's go! Oh man! So Malcolm, what are, what are, what is it? What's the final card looking like for the Preakness? I would have an aneurysm if I had to bet horse racing the way you Americans bet it every day. It absolutely <laughs> sends me berserk. Um, it's like doing a I snow coup. Se- <laughs> I back secret oath to win. I back creative minister and skip your long stock in each way. There, dead easy. Uh, so each way for anybody who doesn't know, yeah, win place show. Um, so secret oath wins, and then we'll pick some money up when creative minister and skip your long stock and chase it home. All right, oh, I yeah. like it. All right. I've got the Pimlico live feed up right now, and the Morgan State marching band is just uh, putting it down <laughs> on the turf course, man. Like, they're I think the ready. drum major just hit the splits. I haven't seen moves like this since Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're there for the party. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys, as always, yeah. for coming on the show. And uh, Wolf, you have a big birthday coming up Sunday. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Give him yes. a follow on Twitter at of. Oak Lawn, and uh, make sure you check out the Notorious OTB uh, wherever you get your podcast. Wolf, what can what can we expect on the uh, OTB show coming up? Oh man, I, I actually I'm in negotiations with one uh, Colby Triple Option Dant to maybe uh, do a series of trying to teach Colby uh, how to handicap the ponies. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Probably a lot of me opining. Uh, that kind of seems to be a little bit of a theme. Uh, and then I mean, just spreading the love. You know why? Because it's the Brooklyn way. All right, I like. I that. got it. Uh, Malcolm, what do you got? Uh, what do you got coming up on the MLB Gambling Podcast? Any uh, who you hot on this week, baseball wise? Um, well, it's been it's been the usual grind. We're, we're in the middle of an epic um, 
presenter versus presenter battle in the DJ's Fantasy League. And I am currently uh, tearing Noah Benek in you arsehole because I'm nine <laughs> one up um, on uh, on nice. Noah um, with with two game two days left to go. So yeah, I'm getting plenty of value for that. Um, but yeah, the, it, uh, the the baseball season's just settling down now. Um, yeah, obviously there's such a, I mean small sample size. People get a bit carried away. So just start to s- s- uh, settle down. I took the Yankees early on and everyone got into me because I don't think anyone likes the Yankees. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, but they keep winning. So, yeah, <laughs> turns out I'm a genius. Fun team to hate. And uh, yeah, make We're sure back, you subscribe baby. to the MLB Gambling Podcast and uh, check out both these fellas on the Zed Run Gambling Podcast with longtime friend of the program, Scott Bowser. And uh, yeah, give Malcolm a follow on Twitter at Mal underscore B underscore sport. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. Rate, review, share, and uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch Monday. Submit your review, giving away free gear every Monday for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stack the money green. And he is Ryan more dangerous riding a horse or running over porta potties. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride.